you're wandering through Blue Ridge Mountains looking for some truth in advertising and maybe some in the media, but I'm really, really doubting it. This is Dean Ledwig and with me as always. Hey, this is Scott Dunlop reporting from an abandoned missile silo in Lukenbach, Texas. And I'm like a monkey fornicating a football. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, everything's uh, same old, same old. Yeah, really. Uh, I think this is the third time we started the podcast because I pressed the wrong buttons again. But uh, again, you just got one job, bud. Just that's one it. job. That, that's, that's it. Hit the buttons. Well, I'm going to hit the button All for right. the wheel of gender. Do it. So this week I'm going to be a quarter pound cricket burger. Yum. Tastes like poop. Tastes like poop. All right. I am a bus riding migrant. Don't you fly on planes? No, they put them on buses. They put them on buses now. Well, that's that's only if you're DeSantis. Do you put them on buses and send them to D.C.? Well, not so much. Which I encourage. Um, Yeah, DeSantis and Abbott both putting them on buses. And uh, I got a boots on the ground report a few days ago. Uh, A friend of mine was in Myrtle Beach last weekend and uh, the hotel he was staying at there was a migrant family we'll mm-hmm. call them migrants or you can call them illegal aliens or undocumented workers or asylum seekers or whatever the the term of the day is um it's it's become kind of a meme that whole switching what they're called anyway the he struck up a conversation with uh, the father of the family, and apparently they went from Texas to Michigan on a bus. <laughs> they got put it's up a in a ho- ride. They got put up in a hotel for thirty days or for a month, and then they were put back on a bus and went to Washington D.C. Were put up in a hotel for a month, got put back on a bus, and now they're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So they went from Texas to a blue district to a blue district. Now they're in a red state. Hmm. Huh. Weird. Yeah. And the guy, I guess he doesn't know what's going to happen now. Are they going to stay there? Are they going to get put back on a bus and go somewhere else? Who knows? So we're not, you know, it's, it's just even more cost that we're incurring as uh, in the form of taxes to pay for all this my my question is which one (laughs) well since everybody's so up in arms about these sanctuary cities Mm -hmm. why don't you just send them there that's where that's where uh abbott and desantis are sending them and um i'm sorry also the the governor of arizona yeah uh for some reason his name escapes me but um that's what they're doing they're sending them to sanctuary cities Sweet. Yeah. And then they're getting sent out. Yes, exactly. (laughs) 
you come here to have sanctuary and we're going to put you on a bus and send you somewhere else. And I'm fine with that. And Myrtle Beach is not a sanctuary city. Yeah, I'm fine with except for spending the money on it, the federal tax dollars that I pay and I pay a lot of mm-hmm. to pay for people to be here who shouldn't be here, but I digress. Yes. Who aren't paying. Who aren't paying any taxes. Right. Ha. Huh. All right. Well, cool. We'll start off with the news. <laughs> All right. You got bugs? <laughs> bugs? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not hungry right now. Yeah, you. <laughs> do, you, do you get your dip? <laughs> uh, so they want us eating crickets, man. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Governments around the world seem intent on destroying farms. Protests rage in the Netherlands, one of the world's largest food explorers. And the rest of the rest of us have to wonder, what are we supposed to eat? Uh-oh. If governments around the world are trying to make farming financially impossible, mm-hmm. what do they expect us to eat instead? And let me remind folks out there that Bill Gates is the largest farmland owner in Do- America. Dr. Farmer Bill. Dr. Yes. Farmer Bill. Oh, I've got something on that later. Yeah. So got bugs in 2013. The UN's Food and Agriculture Agriculture Organization published a 200-page report touting insects as underutilized food source. Since then, groups such as the Gates Foundation uh-huh. and the World Economic Forum. Really? Those guys? Have been trying to normalize eating ex- insects. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum. Dude, I, I kill bugs. Eat I don't meat. eat them. Eat less meat. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I eat cow. Cow farts. Bovine. I cow, like bovine. cow farts. They're killing the ozone. Well, now it's cow burps. Cow burp. No. Well, that's the thing. Bugs don't fart, but they burp a lot. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So the WF has published many articles over the years detailing uh-huh. the benefits of eating insects. Mm-hmm. And in Good Grub, published in 2018, they included a table about the relative environmental impacts of insects versus conventional protein sources. Okay. So uh, insect puts out a gram or well these are in grams uh-huh. of greenhouse gases so insects put out two grams chickens don't put out any pigs put out 1130 and a cow puts out 2850 huh Something just doesn't add up here. I don't know. Those numbers just seem slightly skewed. Maybe a little. You think made up completely? Yeah. um, I see it as, okay, so if you take the weight of insects to a cow, I don't know if that's necessarily true. No. But they do want to see, they do want to see the bugs. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, the complex protein that comes from a fatty cow mm-hmm. 
uh, you need fats. And that was one of those things. Uh, if you ever watched the sugar documentary that they really, well, your, your brain doesn't work properly without fats. It does not. So actually your brain needs cholesterol yes, and fats. Yes. Yes. Uh, or, uh, SSRIs. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't need SSRIs. As a matter of fact, they show that they only work for what? 2% of the population. But well, they, I digress. It, yeah. It just came out that, uh, they don't even believe what they're saying about a chemical imbalance in your brain, that it actually corrects it. They don't even know what the SSRI actually does. Well, it creates active shooters. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Just saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so they're trying to get us to eat bugs. And, and why? Why are they trying to get us eating bugs? Because uh, they're delicious? Because they taste like poop? Mm, yeah. Well, is it really about saving the planet? No. No. No, it never is. It's always about the same thing. Money. Yeah, absolutely. So if you can have less farmland, then you can sell that farmland and put condos on it. Yeah. Build high rises. Yeah. Well, uh, you see that that makes it easier to not own anything. Yeah. So the arguments in favor of insect eating rely mainly on appealing to people's emotional desire to do something to save the environment. To virtue signal. Yeah. I'm eating bugs. I'm saving the planet. Look at me. Look how great I am. Once you look at the numbers of what is actually needed to get insects into a harvestable size to produce them in a way that won't make people sick and produce them in a way that makes average American or European willing to eat them doesn't really make much sense. It just looks like another form of virtue signaling. Looks like? Looks like. It absolutely is. I mean, that's... So why spend so much money, time, and energy promoting something that most Americans and Europeans find disgusting that doesn't make much of a difference environmentally anyway? Yes. It's about control. On two distinct levels. First, the obvious physical matter of who controls the farmland. For example, the drive to get farmers off the land is being framed as necessary to reduce nitrogen levels. And you've heard about this overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, decrease their... Is it? Uh, the the uh, cattle farms in the Netherlands have to decrease by like 60% or something. Yeah. They're going to have just in, in, in like relatively, relatively short time, just a couple of years, the government's going to say, yeah, you can't have your farm anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and it's always a trade off, right? It's always a trade off. Absolutely. So yeah, we don't, uh, drill domestically for oil as uh, we do, but not as much Mm -hmm. as some other countries. So we buy off them and we say, we're being greener. Well, we're still Mm -hmm. using the same oil. It's just coming from some other place. Right. So but I bought my carbon credits. (laughs) Scam. It's a scam. Um, (laughs) So, so when we look at these trade-offs, if you're not going to farm, you got to get the food from somewhere. Yes. And even regardless of the bug, just bug argument, you mm-hmm. got to get it from somewhere. Yeah. My opinion, 
is the whole reason behind this is so many other ways that they're trying to do this is to get us compliant, get us docile. Yeah. Uh, get rid of the toxic male masculinity. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they add more soy to uh, your diet, yep. it's going to, it's going to mimic uh, estrogen. It, well, it's going to mimic the, the, signals in your body to produce more estrogen mm -hmm. which will make men more compliant right get rid of that toxic masculinity yeah actually get rid of masculinity well lose the will to fight exactly yeah make us more compliant more pliable and that's kind of how i uh how i view this bug thing i mean mm -hmm. look there's a reason why we don't eat bugs <laughs> there's a reason why we don't they're nasty uh, you know, what's, what's a fly's favorite food? Shit. Yeah. So, you know, they're scavengers. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like catfish. Yeah. I mean, bottom feeders. Yeah. Lobsters are too, by the way. Yes. So are shrimp. And I eat catfish and lobsters though. I do too, but. Yeah. So, and I eat shrimp. And actually shrimp and, and, uh, lobster are kind of bugs anyway. Yeah. Bugs of the sea. Yeah. That's what they're called. Mm -hmm. They're closely related to the cockroach. But I'm not going to be popping cockroaches like almonds. It's not happening. No. So. No, I'm not going to sit on my couch in the evening watching a movie or something and have a handful of cockroaches to just munch on. Well, let's let's go or back. crickets. Uh, let's go back about five years ago when they okay. were shipping all this uh, Chinese shrimp over. Okay. Remember that? Mm hmm And they were in beds of sewage. That's what they ate. Yes. So they they had their basically sewers. Uh-huh. And they put their shrimp in there and they ate the poop. Yay. And then they sold them to us. Yeah. And then <laughs> laughed all the way to the bank. Yes, they did. And I think there were some other heavy metals found in that too. Um mm -hmm. mercury, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if it's going to turn a profit, they're going to do it or they're going to try to make us do it. Mm -hmm. And they're going to try to make us feel good about it. Like we're actually doing something. Oh yeah. So, uh, anyway, I'm not eating bugs. Screw it. I'm not eating bugs. That's why I buy half a cow a year Yes. for me and the missus. And that, I'm going to start doing that. And that half a cow lasts us all year round. We, all these supply chain issues, mm -hmm. we're, not really dealing with it yeah it's not a problem for us uh yeah you got to buy a big freezer for that well use that but i guarantee it's a one-time purchase yeah i guarantee you if you buy half a cow in a stand-up freezer uh you're still going to pay less than you do for meat in the year especially yeah, right now absolutely stuff's not cheap oh god the way it is now and you're going to get better meat yeah because remember they were trying to uh all the all the cattle ranchers were rushing all their cattle to market because of the high cost of grain. Mm -hmm. And so uh, some of these cows weren't ready to be cold. So you don't know really what you're getting from the grocery store at no. this point. And I've pretty much gotten away from buying uh, factory farmed meat anyway. I guess mm -hmm. chicken too. Ugh, ugh. I don't like chicken anyway, but uh, I do. I like red meat. I like meat. I like I like flesh. I hear that about you. Yeah, well, it's kind of creepy. Well, hey, I like <laughs> I like it. 
It's my persona. That's all I got on bugs. What do you got? Well, um, let's stick. Let's let's stick a little bit with that theme. The uh, the makers of the food compass, which um, it uh, ranks, uh, it scores different foods. I think it's eight thousand different items that it has scored from one to one hundred. One being the least healthy, one hundred being the most healthy for pretty much all foods and beverages. And, um, well, they've, uh, it supposedly ranks all foods, but they've just ranked 8,000 different items and weighed nutritional rations, vitamins, minerals, food ingredients, additives, processing, special specific lipids, fiber, protein, and phytochemical pro- uh, properties of these foods. Uh-huh. Well, whole eggs and fried in butter are about the worst thing you can have. Okay. Cheddar cheese and ground beef are also at the bottom of the list. All right. With recommendation that, you know, those foods should be absolutely minimized. What's at the top? Pop-tarts? While (laughs) watermelon is at the top. Kale. Which has no nutritional value. No, not at all. It's flavored water, Uh really. Uh, Kale. A garnish? Yes. (laughs) And You know you're not supposed to eat the garnish, right? Ready? Frosted mini wheats. Frosted mini wheats. Mm. Uh, those are encouraged. You are encouraged to eat those. I think there's been a little product placement in that. How about peanut M&Ms ranked higher than roast beef? What? Uh-huh. Reese's peanut butter cups ranked higher than ground beef. General Mills Cocoa Puffs. I love how it's all very product specific. Mm-hmm. General Mills Cocoa Puffs cereal ranked higher than bacon. And the list just goes on and on Good and on. Good God almighty. Um, is it, oh. People wonder why type 2 diabetes is out through the roof. I mean, and this is this is this is, week saying this is the puffs. science that you're supposed to follow. Well, follow the science. Yeah. Uh, we call science. it, uns, I, I call it unsettled science because <laughs> it, it's called science, but is it really? I call it product placement. And it is. It absolutely is. Well, I mean, remember. Well, it's no different than you know when the sugar. Well, yeah, it's no different than when the sugar lobby paid those doctors from uh, Johns Hopkins and the Mayo Clinic to write those reports that said beef was bad for you. Yeah, you know, which pushed people to eat more sugary things. Exactly. Which, by the way, cancer loves sugar. Yeah, it makes it grow absolutely like mad. Yes. One of the first things they tell you when you, if, if you're diagnosed with cancer is to cut sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The food pyramid, it's given top ratings to Cheerios, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs. Um, it's, it, it's absolutely absurd what they're doing. 70 brand name cereals from General Mills, Kellogg's and Post are ranked twice as high as eggs cooked in butter or a piece of plain whole wheat toast. Two things I quit years ago and nothing against people who didn't do it, but or still do it, whatever. I stopped drinking milk and mm-hmm. I stopped eating cereal altogether. Okay. Now, cereal for the obvious reasons is there's absolutely nothing in it. it really brain. Yeah. And uh, most of it's uh, GMO. Yeah. Most of it's genetically Absol- modified absolutely. for higher yields. Yep. So you're getting something. Mm-hmm. It may not be good for you. <laughs> well, and I mean, the whole breakfast is the most important meal of the day was a campaign slogan put out by CW Post back when P. 
people generally didn't eat breakfast. Yeah. Before cereal. And I don't. Um, and I don't if eat they breakfast. did, if they did, if they woke up hungry, they had some leftovers from last night. Right. And that was it. And then went then they went out to the field and started working. Or I, they went to the factory or they went to school or whatever. But most people didn't eat breakfast. I don't eat breakfast now. I don't eat breakfast. My breakfast is a couple of cups of coffee. Yeah. And I get started with my day. I drink my breakfast. <laughs> I do too, but not the way I did when I was young. Exactly. <laughs> oh, let's move on from that. My Mine's more bean oriented than grain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When actually, when you, you were going through uh, what you were saying about, uh, you know, the I beef thought you were going to say puberty, but anyway. No, 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 we're not that kind of show. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Uh, depends on <laughs> depends on what brings in the donations. Well, you got your OnlyFans, but anyway. Yeah, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> uh, I'm not that guy, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Anyway, speaking of which, no, not speaking of which. Speaking back on to what you were talking about, bugs, bugs, and getting away from meat. Mm-hmm. Well, most of that is plant based uh, meat. They call it meat. I hate saying the word meat when we're talking plant based. Yeah, it's a bit. When we're talking about something that's not meat, it's not meat. It's not meat. But anyway, what, uh, you know, most of that's plant based. So soy and and various other plants. But if we're supposed to cut out the farming, how do we even create that? Well, just a disclaimer if you want to eat that crap, go ahead. Yeah. I don't care. It's now cheaper than beef. But I'm not eating it. No. I'm not eating it because I have it's, it's mista- still a free country and I can eat what I want. I have mistakenly eaten a meatball that was made of, I don't know what it was made of, but it wasn't meat. <laughs> it's a trap. Um, yeah. It was one of those, you know, supposed to be meat substitute things. Let, let anyway. Me, let me guess. It was somebody you were dating. No, no, <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. No, I was at a, a dinner party and one of the, one of the guys there was a vegetarian um, and, or a pescatarian because he eats fish or a secretarian. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, um, I ended up, it was spaghetti and meatballs we were having and I ended up getting a meatball out of his by mistake. And I, I took a bite of it and went, boy, that's just not cooked right. It just doesn't <laughs> taste right. The texture wasn't quite there and the flavor wasn't even, no, you know, so It's not like I haven't tried it. And I did not know when I bit into it that it was uh, fake. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not like I had any preconceived idea. You know, it's not like I bought it and went, I'm going to try this, but I already know it's fake. It's going to suck. Yeah. (laughs) It sucked all on its own. Yeah. And he, he was like, boy, this is really good. I'm thinking, no, you need to eat what, really is real yeah then you'll know well i'm a member of PETA. people eating tasty animals yes <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on all right so pfizer dump pfizer dump pfizer took a dump pfizer is a dump uh april 1st. big great big dumps april 1st 2022 yes. so it's taking a while to sort through this stuff uh-huh Another batch of 11,000 Pfizer documents were released to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Pfizer mm-hmm. trial data that revealed natural immunity was as effective as the jab 
and that the shot side effects were more severe in those under 55. Yeah, absolutely. Hashtag follow the science. Yes. Okay. So, so this is not, this is not some, and let's make the disclaimer. If let's you got it. the shot, cool. That's your yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. Don't make me get it. I'm still non-GMO. Yes. So am I. And I still hadn't got it. I did. I finally got it, what, a month ago? Yeah. A little over a month ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, since the risk of severe COVID is dramatically lower in young people and elevated risk of side effects are unacceptable, and the shot should have been restricted to those at high risk of severe COVID. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Me, a person of an age over 50. Mm-hmm. But under 55. and <laughs> Like me. Um, you know, I don't get sick. I don't get mm-hmm. sick. I, I, what I think is right. I mean, I'm not a health food nut or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I eat what I think's right. Um, I am, you know, 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, I don't starve myself. I don't really exercise. I don't need the shot. I don't no. need it. No. As a matter of fact, if if I've got a headache, uh, I'd take some Advil. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Ibuprofen. Yeah. So uh if if I got an ache, I do the, I don't go to the hospital. No. I'm not a hypochondriac. I don't go, I know if he's so good. <laughs> I don't convert my mental state into a physical ailment, which uh seems to be a thing these days it really is um yeah i don't i don't uh well and i got personal responsibility so if i don't go to the doctor and i get cancer and i die from it with no treatment well that's my fault Mm -hmm. because i wasn't keeping up my stuff so anyway pfizer's consent form specifies that the effect on sperm fetuses and nursing children are unknown. Yeah. They didn't test. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. They tested a, a couple of rats. Yeah. Yet health authorities and media have espoused as fact that the shot does not affect reproductive health or fertility and is perfectly safe for pregnant and nursing mothers. It's safe and effective. Pfizer documents show they've not ruled out the risk of antibody-dependent enhancement, ADE, vaccine-associated enhanced disease, is listed as an important potential risk. Let me read Uh that again. Do that again. Vaccine-associated enhanced disease is listed as a Important potential risk. Huh. Vaccine enhanced disease. Yes. So it could make you get it. Yes. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know. All those people got the jabs and, and started mar- getting sick. But uh, And the vast majority. Actually, no. All the people that I personally know who have had COVID multiple times mm-hmm. have 
had the jab. All the people I know who have not had the jab, who have had COVID, have only had it once. And I know a lot of people who have not had the jab and have not had COVID at all. Yep. I've had it once. Okay, here's a fact Do from it. Pfizer. Uh, wait a minute. This that, is that's, 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 it can't be. Not, not from the right wing media, not from the conspiracy theorists. As of February 28th, 2021, Pfizer had 138 cases of suspected vaccine associated enhanced disease of which 75 were severe, resulting in hospitalization, disability, life-threatening consequences, or death. A total of 38 cases were lethal, and 65 remain unresolved. Huh. That's of February 28, 2021. Here we are over a year later. Okay. I, I mean, this is part of that. It'll take us... I don't know, 75 years to release right, all the right. documents. So it's See, a slow, the, the, slow the problem is the problem is we have, we allow, unlike most countries of the world, mm-hmm. we allow uh, pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies to advertise, advertise on yep. TV uh, in countries where they don't. What is it? It's uh, one in the UK, one in 246 people who have had the jab have died within 60 days. Yep. Unknown causes usually is what it's is determined. Yeah. Um, it's I think it's one in eight hundred in the Netherlands. The adverse event rate per dose of Pfizer's mRNA jab uh-huh. of genetic modifier, CRISPR anyone? Based on their own studies, is nearly one in eight hundred, and the myo- myocarditis rate is ten in one hundred thousand. Far greater than the two percent in the, or the two in, one hundred thousand rate previously reported. Well, even the previously reported numbers that were way the hell off the mark. Yeah. You know the early numbers. Based on those numbers, I did the math and said there was much, much more likelihood of me having an adverse reaction from the jab than there was me having a bad reaction from having COVID itself. Mm-hmm. Pfizer and the FDA also knew that people of all ages were experiencing transit suppression of immune function. Oops. For one week after the first dose. So basically it gave you AIDS for one one week. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, that's that's way off the mark. Yeah. Because a lot of those people remained immunocompromised. Mm. So, younger adults are more likely to have side effects. Mm-hmm. The second revelation is that the side effects from the shots were more severe in younger people aged 18 to 55. We're yes, in that range. We're in that range. And though, and those aged 55 and older, the risk of side effect also increased with additional doses. So the risk was higher after the second dose than it was the first. Mm-hmm. More of a good thing. Ah. Jabbed and boosted. And guess what? Get another one. Yeah. Get you get five more. And there are they're they're talking about the next one. Yep. As many of us have said all along, the risk of severe COVID is dramatically lower in young people 
than those over 60, which makes an elevated risk of side effects unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So get sick. And, and granted, there's lots of people who have taken the the jab and have had no side effects and good on you. Yeah. Yeah. Many, many, many millions of people. I have a personal friend that actually died 30 minutes after and his wife kept, kept uh, chest compression compressions on him for six minutes until the EMTs arrived after a second dose. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, he was all in. Oh yeah. He was all in. Let's do this. Let's save the country, buddy. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done. Drop dead. <laughs> Uh, he didn't quite feel that way anymore. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, he's kind of had sort of a life changing experience out of this. Well, it's one situation. of those things. If you're a true believer, it's one of those things where if you do not experience it yourself or somebody very close to you experiences it, you're not going to change your mind. Right. You know, it's that mass formation. It's the, you know, it's the, uh, the, uh, what 30%, 30%, 40%, you know, the 30% who will always believe everything that's told the, to them, 30% who will always disbelieve what's told to them, and then the 40% that kind of goes back and forth. I think I'm in that second category. <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> anything that's told to me. Um, I, <laughs> if I'm, the government tells it to me, I'm yeah. probably not going to believe it. We're the government. We're just here to help. Yeah. Uh all right. What's funny is that comes out right at the same time as the CDC director comes out and says, hey, we made a bunch of mistakes. You think? Uh, the problem is she won't say what those mistakes are. Mm-hmm. We really, I mean, specifically, because it's got half the country going, uh, well, the mistakes are obvious. You know, you uh, had too many overly strict rules and kept in place too long. Well, the other half of the company says, well, those mistakes are obvious. You had the, your, these restrictions that were way too loose and you abandoned them way too soon. So, you know, it just creates even more confusion. You know, this is all stuff that Scott and I talked about since we started our podcast a year ago. And it's been talked about on many other podcasts with this actual scientific fact mm-hmm. from real doctors Dr. Oh my gosh, Dr. McCullough, who is the most credentialed uh, doctor there is, he cannot be disputed. And they, they've they tried, they cannot dispute him. Right. You know, he's been saying this stuff since the beginning. Not to mention the whole, you know, in three to five years, you know, we're going to start seeing the real effects of this uh, vaccination. Well, that's a year and a half to three and a half years away now. Yeah. Yep. So in another two years, I think we're going to start seeing some issues. So here's one of the things that we all know without even having to read this. Pfizer documents show a high rate of myocarditis. Really? Increasingly, Pfizer's... But not in young people. (laughs) Increasingly, Pfizer's documentation also includes medical information that mainstream media and fact checkers have labeled as misinformation or disinformation. Mm-hmm. A pediatric consent form lists several possible side effects, including myocarditis rate of 10 and 100,000, far greater than the 1 in 50,000 rate previously reported. Five times higher. Yep. And effects on reproductive health are unknown. 
Yeah. Except it's bad. The consent form also specifies that the effect on sperm fetuses and nursing children are unknown. Yet health authorities in the media have espoused the fact that the shot does not affect reproductive health or fertility and is perfectly safe for pregnant and nursing mothers. If an effect is unknown, by definition, it cannot claim to be harmless. If you do, you are lying. And the Centers Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director Rochelle Walensky is but one in a long list who is guilty of this. She has reported, reportedly assured the public that the jab poses no health risks to pregnant women or their babies. Well, that's one of those shame. That's one of those mistakes. Shame. Safe and effective. <laughs> Follow the science. So, I am science. So anyway, to what Tony we, Fauci. What we've been talking about since really the beginning mm-hmm. of this podcast, because they were looking at taking our our uh, livelihoods away mm-hmm. when we started this podcast, yep. and we were sick of it and couldn't take no more. Uh, stuff starting to come out. Well, we knew it would happen at some point. Yep. And, you know, there are people, uh, especially in Europe, where, again, they don't have TV advertising for pharmaceutical companies. Right. So, you know, you don't hear, brought to you by Pfizer. Yep. <laughs> this newscast brought to you by Pfizer. Um, what kills me is all the libtards that were out there, you know, not but a year before the pandemic mm -hmm. talking about big pharma, big Mm -hmm. pharma. Now they're all bowing at the, at the feet of big pharma. Yeah. Save us, save us. God. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. All (laughs) all these people that they used to parade around with signs that said no GMO. Yeah. And now they're now they are GMO. Yeah. They're genetically yeah. modified. And by the way, a lot more is coming out on that on oh, how yeah. mRNA is a messenger RNA mm-hmm. that changes your DNA. Sorry, folks. Mm-hmm. They kept telling you it wasn't going to change your DNA. It's like mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. The way I understand it from the CRISPR documentary <laughs> <laughs> is that messenger RNA does rewrite your genetic code. Well, it can. Yes. It doesn't have to, but yeah, yeah. it can. So, anyway, that's all I feel like talking about that. All right. Well, let's let's add a little levity. I have a man in Florida report. There's a man in Florida? There's a, a lot of them. A man in Florida was arrested on drug charges at an RV park after the situation escalated, police say. All right. Um, <laughs> this... Man in Florida, because you, you always, if you want to have a good laugh, just go into your search, your favorite search utility and type a man in Florida. Okay. Um, this guy's name was Christopher Giles, 35, got into a verbal argument and then left the park. Um, their police were called out because uh, of a dispute. And while traveling to the scene, Deputies saw Giles walking on the highway and, uh, you know, they were searching him for weapons and asked, do you have anything illegal? He looked at them. What and are you she- looking for? <laughs> he looked at them and sheepishly said, maybe. 
At that point, he pulled a clear bag from his buttocks. Yum. Yeah, after it was sanitized, (laughs) (laughs) they found it had a mix of meth, heroin, and naloxone hydrochloride, which is used to treat uh, opioid overdoses. I Hmm. guess like uh, Narcan. Narcan, okay. Yeah. But yeah, he was arrested and charged with burglary and 16 counts of possession of a controlled substance and is now being held on a $15,000 bond. Huh. He, I just. That's what you get for carrying drugs in your prison wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just thought, you know, that was, that would be good for, for a laugh. Hey man, Um, what's up your butt? Yeah, have anything illegal on you. Maybe. <laughs> let me pull. Let me pop this out for you. Yeah. You might want to clean it first. All right. Let's talk about 45. All right. Trump legal counsel vows Fourth Amendment based challenge on Mar-a-Lago raid very soon. Mm-hmm. Surprised he hadn't filed one yet. All right. Um, if nobody likes search and seizure, Mm-mm. nobody likes it. No. Uh, I don't even like it when it happens to people I don't like. No. So for a authoritarian government to come in, knock down your door, and in the past shoot people or your pets. Uh-huh to do a search on your house, then take what they want and then leave. Yes. And destroy your house in the meantime. Destroy your house in the meantime. Um, yeah, no, thank you. So the way I see it is the government is using intimidation tactics, not only on, on the president, but the thing you got to think about is this could be you too. Yeah. This could be anybody. Yeah. This could be us. Yeah. They're just doing this. Never done anything like this to a, to a former president before. Yeah. I mean, this type of intimidation is BS, uh, especially for, you know, some documents he supposedly has. Uh, but I will say <laughs> couldn't have been anything. This is probably the best thing for his candidacy. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because of what I just said. Everybody hates. What you search said? Oh. Everybody hates search and seizure. Yeah. Everybody hates it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing good about that. Nobody likes an authoritarian Nobody. Li- no, I, I won't go that far. Nobody likes an authoritarian government unless that authoritarian government agree- agrees with your point of view. Yeah, but we've seen that with the woke joke. You know, you can't be woke enough. Yeah. The government's going to get to a point to where, well, it already is. You can't really leave the house without committing two felonies. Well, that's what they say. Just walking out of the house. Right. So, yeah, I mean, nobody, if you're always guilty of something, and that's Mm -hmm. the way our justice system has gotten to, is you're all, look, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I pay my taxes. I pay my full taxes. Uh-huh. I don't skim. I don't do anything like that. I pay my full taxes. Sometimes I feel like I pay somebody else's taxes too. 
Well, <laughs> that may very, very well be true. Uh, I pay my property taxes. There is nothing. I, I, I am not a rule follower. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm a rule follower. I'm not a rule follower, <laughs> but I do what I'm legally bound to do and do my civic duty. Okay. Rule follower. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't feel the need to defend that in any way. So, you know, it's, it's for the government to come and tell me that I've done something wrong because they think I have mm-hmm. is BS and mm-hmm. then make it into whatever they want it to be. And that's why, you know, yeah. given that we've got so many laws on the books, you know, where's, where is the personal safety, personal privacy of individual citizens? It's the, it's, it's almost an illusion sometimes. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I mean, it's, I wouldn't even say sometimes it's, it's becoming uh, an illusion. It, it's people, enough people in this country are giving away their liberties mm-hmm. that it's taking it away from all of us. Yes. And once you start to down that road, which we have, we've already started, it's really hard to reverse direction. We've been in a surveillance state ever since 9-11. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody's like, what are you, uh, you know, what are you anti-American because you want the terrorists to win? It's like, no, I don't want the terrorists to no. win. But we haven't caught one terrorist with TSA. No. Not one. No. It was just an excuse to make more bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now um, they've, they've actually uh, lessened some of their rules at TSA at airports. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to have a boarding pass anymore to go back into the secure area. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it's getting back to how it used to be yeah. where, you know, if, you, if somebody was flying in, you wanted to meet them, you could meet them at the gate 20. or if, or if somebody was, 21 years later. Yeah. If somebody <laughs> was flying out that was a friend of yours, you could go with them to the gate. Or your until child. They left, or your child or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who'd want to fly anyway these days, man. Every, the last couple of times I flew, it was a nightmare. It used to be a pleasure. It used to be yeah. a lot of fun. And now it's just a nightmare. It's, I, it's yeah. been about a year since I've flown anywhere, so. Yeah. And, and they've got so many pilot shortages because mm-hmm. of, so many of the pilots said, screw this. I'm done with this. I don't, yeah. I don't need to take, I don't feel like I need to take the jab to keep a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I felt like that too. Mm-hmm. So uh, you remember when we were going through this, I it's documented on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, thought I was going to have to give up my profession because of the jab yep. and everybody else around me in the corporate environment were sticking out their arms. I said, no way, Mm-mm. no way, man. And, you know, maybe nothing would have happened, but I wasn't willing to take the chance. Right. Because I can get another job. Yes. I can't get another life. No. So, you know, would it have killed me? Who knows? Maybe it would. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. All I do know is I didn't need it. Right. And I didn't want it. No. And that's my personal liberty. Absolutely. My body, my choice. My body, my choice. Exactly. So, you know, I just, I just don't see, 
um, you know, all this government overreach that we've had over really the last 20 years Mm -hmm. is insane. You're under constant surveillance. Now we're putting ourselves out, Mm -hmm. you know, we're putting our opinions out, Yes, releasing them to the world and that's fine. But here again, you know, it's, you hear the same old argument. If you're not doing anything wrong, what are you worried about? Okay, let's put a camera in your bathroom. Mm-hmm. You're not doing anything wrong. What are you worried about? You let's let everybody see you shower and poop. Yeah. Not that I'm not I sure I really want that, to do but. that, but you know, there's probably <laughs> there are people, there, there are who, people who do want to see that. And they could probably make some and money. And you could have an OnlyFans account too. <laughs> so uh anyway, um one thing that I hope that that Trump does is I hope he wins this. Yeah. For us. For this lawsuit, you mean yeah. Yeah, for for the for the citizens of America. Mm-hmm. Uh that way, you know, they can prove that, you know, a government should still fear its people. Its yes. people should not fear its government. Right. And I think that's switched. Well Trump, you know, Trump hit that money train. Yes. You know, he really did try to drain the swamp. And He's, I think he, I he think stopped he, the flow of money. And that's why, that's why everybody Cheney, hated him. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> good Lord. And she needs to just go away. Yeah. And Romney. Uh, those, those two, I mean, those yeah. uh, kickback city on both of those. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stop- Romney's, Romney's got kid. Uh, got a kid with ties to Ukraine, uh, Burisma, and all that stuff, yep, too. Sure does. Yeah. It's not just the Democrats, folks. No. Well, isn't he one? Nah. In Cheney. He votes, but, uh, with, he votes with them a lot. Yeah. And that brings up something else. Liz Cheney running for president. <laughs> <laughs> How hilarious is that crap? Oh, you know, Hillary Clinton's got to be pissed. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have a whole lot on Liz Cheney other than she's delusional. Absolutely. Uh, she, she she loses nomination for her own party. By a landslide. By a landslide. She doesn't live in the damn state. No. She lives in Virginia. Right. And... Uh, She's on this uh, kangaroo court for the January 6th. Pretty much leading it. Yeah. The one that one of my coworkers still says 10 people lost their lives in, which never nope. happened. One person lost their life. Yes. And she was unarmed and shot by uh, Secret Service. Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Was it the Secret Service Secret or police? Service. I think it was. Uh, maybe it was DC police. I, I don't remember. I don't, remember. I don't know. Okay. doesn't matter. Somebody no. was shot and killed, but yeah, the, the, the amount of people other than the summer of love with black lives matter, <laughs> where more than 10 people definitely died. Yes. And so. billions of dollars in damages. Absolutely. And, and the first ever takeover I've seen in a city. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hostile takeover. Yeah. The uh, what is it called? The chat, chab, chad, something in Seattle. I don't yeah. know, whatever. Well, it's Seattle, yeah. If you haven't seen it, there's a documentary uh, done a few years ago by Channel 5 in Seattle, 
It's on YouTube. It's called Seattle is Dying. Hmm. Check it out. It's an hour long thing. It's uh, Channel 5, ABC News um, in Seattle talking about Seattle. It's uh, it's a few years. It's probably five or six years old, but it's still pretty relevant. And if you take that and extrapolate it to from what it was like then to today, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah, well, don't care, crazy. not there. <laughs> no. I'll don't never, care, not I've there. I've been there. I, will, I have no desire to ever go back. Yeah, there's a couple of places like that for me, but I'm yeah. not going to. We're not going to get into that. No. So I hope I hope this defense of the Fourth Amendment will mm-hmm. will prove fruitful because I do too. Yeah, like I said, the government reach is is becoming ridiculous. I like to see uh, common citizens. I mean, he's not a common citizen, but you know, right now he's just a citizen. But I think com- as he's a former president, but he's a citizen fighting the U.S. government. Yeah, I the- love it. I, I'm I'm an underdog guy. You know, yeah. and he's in this is he really is the underdog. Well, and and if he stands up, it's far better than if we stood up. Really, yeah. I mean, it's going to get more attention. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and we, then we can talk about it. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Well, back in the seventies, I remember uh, several things. But oh, one good. Of the, <laughs> you weren't that stoned well, then. Not yet. Uh, one of the one of the things I remember uh, on ABC World News, pretty sure it was ABC. Uh, California was going to fall off into the ocean. Oh yeah, eventually. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was going to uh, crack at San Andreas Fault and just fall off into the ocean. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Yep, pretty much. And we all, you know, hoped for that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> sorry. What, what were they saying? <laughs> or uh, <laughs> California disappears and then you hear get out of my vagina get out of my vagina oh wow I'm actually they want you California wants you in the vagina well only if you have one or if you don't have one but think you do hold on anyway let's get back let's get back um, so California was going to fall off into the ocean and then, you know, we're going to have an ice age and the killer bees were literally coming up from Brazil and they were going to take over the United States oh, yeah, and kill yeah. people. Yeah. I, remember, I mean, that was, I that was that. a real threat. That happened in 85. Um, no, so <laughs> didn't that yeah, happen? I know, by, by, by like 1995, it was supposed to cover the entire United States. I remember they showed this map and every couple of years, you know, you'd see more red on the map. Sure. Well, now cow farts, California is in a mega drought. Mega drought. It is a mega drought. It's like the surface of the sun. It is, except not really. <laughs> um, so, you know, they still have wildfires. They still have earthquakes. Earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Nothing you're going to do about that. Wildfires, yeah, a little land management. You could probably take care of that from happening ever again. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. So, let me see. The uh drought is caused by weed. No. What's going on? Okay, we went from in the 70s we were going to have an ice age. Mm-hmm. Now it's global warming. And we're gonna we're gonna die from heat. And now it's climate so change. So now in California, it's a mega drought. 
Well, they need to prepare because they're going to have a mega flood. <laughs> what? That's going to dr- actually flood out Los Angeles. Um, what is it? They, they, they're saying that it could, uh, an extreme month long storm could bring feet of rain. Mm-hmm. And in some places, more than 100 inches of rain. I thought they were already underwater because of global warming. Well, if not, they will be. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, it, it it's gonna kill millions of people, displace tens of millions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might not fall off into the ocean, but it's Haven't gonna they be already displace millions of yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, but they did that voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, so right now in a mega drought, mm-hmm. constant threat of wildfires and earthquakes, but a new study warns their new crisis. Mega floods. Mega floods. So we're talking, you know, biblical Noah Ark flood. In a Sil- month-long rain of over 100 inches. In Silicon Valley, would that be a mega... <laughs> <laughs> Megabot? It would be. Yeah, that's it. Transformers? Yeah. Megatron. Uh, so, yeah, um, this stuff is just getting so crazy. You know what's funny? Last year. Clowns? Oh, sorry. No, clowns really aren't all that funny. Uh, Last year, you know, they were talking about how bad the hurricanes were. And, uh, you know, because of climate change. Mm -hmm. And this year, hardly had any. Hurricanes, hurricane season starts at the end of May, beginning of June, and runs to about the middle to the end of October. But that's climate change because the climate changed. Oh. Instead of having hurricanes, you don't have hurricanes, so that's climate change. I just want them to go accurately or semi-accurately predict the weather, <laughs> you know, two or three days from now. It's just so like, I make plans for the weekend. It's just like any millennial. It's whatever I say it is. Yes. And you can't dispute it because I said so. That's how I feel. Or is one I, I really love. That's your reality. No, there's only one reality. Let me tell you my truth. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, I going, knew you'd like that one. Going back, uh-huh. going back to that, I did yeah. see a report where they're cracking down on illegal weed growers because it is causing a drought. Well, I, I and I, I get that, and I think that's that's very valid. Mm-hmm. You know what else is valid? We talked about this several months ago when Google was going to build a new plant. These Silicon weed Valley plant? big tech. Uh, big tech firms use millions and millions of gallons of water and, you know, they have to dam up rivers and, you know, they use more water in one of those, I think. And I'm just guessing here, but they're probably using as much in one of those uh, to cool it as like a nuclear plant. So people who don't know is we're talking about uh, water cooling for mm-hmm. data centers. Yes. Because it will get very hot very quick. And they're using what's called it's a it's an old uh, old format, but they call them chillers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there. I mean, uh, there was a town that that would not let Google build a plant because it would diminish the water capacity of that town. Right. Um, and I think that think of how many of those plants are in California. How much water are they using? You know, and tell me that's not affecting the environment. They dam up rivers that, you know, and it's not, I mean, they're using 
look it up. Um, I don't know how to figure a, a ratio, but uh, they're using a ton of water. Yeah. And that's drinking water. So, you know, some of this drought has to be, be has to have been affected by them. Uh-huh. Could be. Just guessing. I think it's a pretty good guess. Google Maps needs a lot of water. It does. <laughs> now it's time for tech news. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Dean, what's the most vulnerable digital asset you own? Most vulnerable digital asset I own? Yes. Probably my phone. Exactly. So what do you think is the biggest vulnerable software for your vulnerable phone? Uh, well, it would have to be social media, mm-hmm. probably one that is developed either by uh, the Chinese intelligence or Mossad. I'm going to go with TikTok. That is correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, people uh, get on this stupid thing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh. And do stupid things. Yes. Well, I've had several discussions with people and you can tell who's got it and who doesn't. Yeah. Because the people who have it. uh, Defend it. Yeah. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the best thing ever. Yeah. So today we are going to go through their terms of services on what they do. Yeah, I was just thinking they defend it like a meth addict defends uh, using meth. Precisely. So. Yes. First off, and and these are boiled down. I'm going to go ahead and tell you they're boiled down. I'm not reading a EULA here, but these came out of the EULA. Please not that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about some points here. All right. First off, private messages can be read. No shit. By TikTok. Yes. The service can delete specific content. Without prior notice and without reason, just like any other social media. Mm -hmm. So pretty good there. Mm -hmm. This service may collect, use, and share your location data. Really? Many different types of personal data are collected. Uh Uh-huh. Many types. Many types. Not listed, but many types. Personal data. Not Uh just metadata. Personal data. This service shares your personal data with third parties that are not involved in its operation. So anybody they can sell it to. Mm -hmm. Third-party cookies are used for advertising. Yes. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. This service can delete your account without prior notice and without reason. Without reason. Nice. You agree to defend... Indemnify and hold the service harmless in case of a claim of related to your use of service. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, 
All right. That, that absolves them of these uh, people that want to sue social media companies because their kid, you know, well, uh, either gets anorexic or, or dies or does something stupid. Licks an electric fence. Licks an electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. Somebody might have peed on that. (laughs) That's what we used to do with the city boys. Make them pee on the electric fence. This service ignores the do not track header and tracks users anyway, even if they've set this header. Wow. You are tracked via web beacons, tracking pixels, and device fingerprinting. Your profile is combined across various products. Mm -hmm. SSO, anybody? Mm -hmm. Information is gathered about you through third parties. So they actually reach out to other applications and pull that information. They get a bunch of information, sell it to other people. Those other people say, hey, we have some information that you might not have. Here's that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your personal data may be sold or otherwise transferred as part of a bankruptcy proceeding or other type of financial transaction. So mm-hmm. if they go bankrupt, they can sell your data. Yeah. You are being tracked via social media cookies and pixels. Uh-huh. The service forces users into a binding abbreviation in the case of disputes. So you are liable in nice. a dispute. You waive the right to class action. Oh, okay. Uh Your personal data is used to employ targeting third-party advertising. Of course. Yeah. Your personal information is used for many different purposes. Yeah, I mean, think about how many times have you been talking with somebody about some product and next thing you know, you see advertisements for that product on your phone. Exactly. Huh. The service gives your personal data to third parties involved in its operation. Mm-hmm. The service uses your personal data for advertising. The service provider makes no warranty regarding an uninterrupted, timely, or secure or error-free service. Secure <laughs> should worry you. Yes. And make no warranty on security. Your data may be processed and stored anywhere in the world. Like China. Yep. Third-party cookies are used for statistics. Yeah. Of course they are. Now, it says you maintain ownership of your data. Huh? That just said something else to me, but yeah. If you offer suggestions to the service, they may use it without your approval or compensation, but they do not, but they do not become the owner. How does that work? (laughs) Oh, so you're liable for it. Yes. Details are provided about what kind of information they collect. Uh Uh-huh. Information is provided about how your personal data is used. In any way possible? (laughs) Uh, Users should revisit the terms periodically, although in case of material damage, the server will notify. Okay. This service can delete your content if you violate the terms. 
there is a date of last update on the terms. <laughs> <laughs> the service can suspend your account for several reasons. This service does not guarantee that it or the products that it is obtained through it meet the user's expectations or requirements. The service may change its terms at any time, but the user will receive notification of the changes. Your IP address will be collected, which can be used to view your approximate location. Back to the tracking. Uh-huh. So let's go back to we collect data from other applications. Okay, what does that mean? For the uninitiated, that means your face ID, mm-hmm. your fingerprint biometric. Yes. Your banking information. Yes. They know how much money you're making. Mm-hmm. Key loggers mm-hmm. get your usernames and passwords. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about that voice SSO. recognition. Voice recognition. They can turn on your microphone. Yes. They can turn on your camera. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they can go anywhere they want in your phone. Yeah. And you you actually give them permission. People don't, don't even read that much. Yeah. Yeah. When you accept that EULA and you say, I agree. Yeah, they when, can, well, they when, can say your firstborn child. Yeah. When you install it and you start it up for the first time. And this is any app, you know, it comes up with we, this app needs permissions to these things to, uh, to be able to use this app. And most people just, okay, they don't even look at what it is. Well, that your personal information is used for many different purposes. Yeah. Anything that will make the money mm-hmm. or it's- predict trending or to guide trending. Remember that metadata crap that they tried to push years ago? Yeah. (laughs) It's not personal. It's just metadata. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh (laughs) So uh, anyway, my point behind all this is don't give your information to the Chinese government. No. If you're using TikTok, uninstall it. Yeah. It's just not that entertaining. It really isn't. But people, it's easy to captivate people at 30 seconds at a time, you know, for hours on end when it's only 20 or 30 second shots. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes to the short attention span of the, well, I'm going to say the next generation under us. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, it is, you know, they can't focus on anything. I mean, you see, they used to call it the six week cycle. Now it's a mm. two week cycle. I mean, if you that. can. You can say something totally opposite in two weeks and they'll be like, oh, I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, so I thought I would bring that. We'll we'll have uh, more on TikTok's egregious uh, surveillance state that they put on us. And uh, we accept it readily. I mean, I don't I don't have TikTok, nor do I nor do I have uh, Twitter. I have no social media on my phone. Yeah. So that brings me to something else. Okay. Apple discloses security vulnerabilities in iPhones, iPads, and Macs, allowing full admin access to devices. Mm -hmm. Let's rewind. Yes. I use a Mac because I'm better. Oh, I'm sorry. 
uh, because it doesn't get viruses. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good uh-huh. in a coffee shop sit, sitting yeah. at Starbucks. But that's I, I, when I watched my favorite movie, they opened up a laptop and it had a little apple on it. So that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this, um, Apple disclosing a security update that's not some of it's all of them. Mm-hmm. iPhones, iPads, and Macs had a certain vulnerabilities. And I'm going to talk on this from a boots on the ground perspective. Okay. So there were two iPhones. One was Verizon and one was AT&T. Mm-hmm. And they got in there and put a keylogger on them. Mm-hmm. Got bank account information, usernames and passwords. Mm-hmm. Logged on to that bank account. Did a wire transfer. And for those of you who do not know, uh, you can file a dispute on a wire transfer, but chances are nine times out of ten, you're not going to get that money back. No, it's gone. Yep. Transferred hundreds of thousands of dollars mm. because what is required in under some institutions is that once you try to make a wire transfer over a app, they do a voice verification. Mm-hmm. The hacker had taken control of the SIM card and either cloned the SIM card or forwarded the call to their phone and approve the transfer Mm. money gone. Wow. And this happened on two different iPhones and this just, you know, look, (laughs) everything's vulnerable, but you know, this just goes out to the folks that think Apple is that much more secure. It's not. No, not at all. It's actually the opposite because Android has, hundreds of different versions out Mm -hmm. there. Well, Android only has one version, but there are customizations through whatever carrier that you're with, Mm -hmm. whatever phone that you have. There are various different modifications. Uh, I mean, hundreds, thousands, thousands of different, absolutely different build levels and things Mm -hmm. like that. So if I'm Mr. Hacker and I, For those who don't know, hackers pick on the low-hanging fruit. They want to do what's easy. Mm -hmm. If I've got to write a thousand different vulnerabilities for a thousand different phones, or I can write one vulnerability for one phone that will affect millions, Mm -hmm. what am I going to do? Yeah, hackers are lazy. So the thing about the iPhone is everybody's the same. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got the same stuff. Yep. And they had the same vulnerabilities across the board. Yes. So you can get into all the phones. Yes. Now I will say this vulnerability isn't just iPhones. It's iPhones, iPads, and iMacs. Yes. Or Macs. Are they called iMacs anymore or just Macs? Macs. I think just Macs, yeah. They used to be called iMac. Yeah. It used to be i-everything. i-everything, yeah. The me generation. Yeah. They thought the they thought the 80s was the me generation. Huh. I, guess, <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess the aughts are the I generation. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta uh, be. I self me. Isms. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, so this was patched this week. It was a... Yeah, was, if you haven't done an update since, uh, I think, August 19th mm-hmm. is when uh, they they officially said, yes, the update that we have out right now is good. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't had an update since August 19th, you should definitely update your iPhones, iPads, and Macs. Yeah, please do that or get an Android. Or, yeah, <laughs> or a real computer. Yes. <laughs> Linux. Yeah, well, I remember all the Apple stuff is free as BSD, which is kinda. basically Linux. So it it kind of is. Even even on the phones, you can run Linux commands. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they're similar. They're not. It's not really free BSD, but it's close. Yeah, they'll run the same commands, and yeah. you can install a lot of the same software. Yeah. So anyway, but that's all I got on the hacking corner. <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, back to, it's kind of both, uh, but back mostly to the TikTok. And the one thing you brought up was that TikTok could read all your messages. Yes. Well, guess what? Facebook does that too. Get out of here. Yeah, it does. Uh, they're now, there's now articles out there because of a story I'm going to, uh, get into. Um, there are a lot of articles on how to encrypt your messenger conversations. (laughs) <laughs> Which you don't do through Facebook. If you do, it's got to be a every single time you start a chat, you've got to, you know, uh, secure it. Get signal. Yeah, get get something, anything. Good yeah. God, anything. Um, but apparently, Facebook turns over some chat messages to the police um, over a mother and daughter's chat, uh, resulting in some abortion charges. What? Yeah, well, you know, in, in this article, this is from The Verge, and they're getting a little, they're getting a little too much on the woke side of things, because mm-hmm. the subheading of this article is a stark example of how digital footprints will be utilized in post-Roe America. That's uh. the least of the issues with this. I don't know if you've heard about this story. It's a 17-year-old girl from Nebraska. Uh, her and her mother are facing criminal charges, including performing an illegal abortion. Okay, that's what they're, that's what, for some reason, that's what they want you to focus on. Okay. But there's a little more. There's the illegal abortion. There's concealing a dead body. Um, And what was the other? Um, desecration of a body, something along those lines. I can't mm-hmm. remember the exact name of the charge. Um, the charges are against two women are based on established abortion law. Uh, Nebraska outlaws abortions, uh, 20 weeks post fertilization. So unless the mother's life is in danger, if you're more than 20 weeks pregnant, you can't have an abortion, Mm -hmm. which seems beyond reasonable to me. Uh, she was 20. I'm trying to find it here. If I remember correctly, she was 26 weeks. And that's that's a viable baby. Yes. Beyond vi- when my when my first son was born in 1994, my ex-wife's OBGYN said after 21 weeks, the baby is perfectly viable. Yeah. And that was in 1994. Hmm. So So it's murder. It really is. It really it's it not truly an abortion, is. It's not an abortion, it's murder, it's murder at that point. Yeah. So, 
Um, and I quote from the article, since the reversal of Roe, Facebook's parent company, Meta, and other big tech companies have made lofty promises about defending access to reproductive health care. That's a uh, Catlin Seeley George, managing director of nonprofit Fight for Our Future. Okay. At the same time, these companies' hypocritical surveillance practices make them complicit in the criminalization of people seeking, facilitating, and providing abortions. So they're playing both sides. So how is Fight for Our Future, a nonprofit, advocating abortion? Fight for Our Future equals abortion. Yeah. Seems seemed fairly counterintuitive to me, but. Well, I was thinking that when they were saying reproductive rights, it's like, well, you're not, yeah. you're not looking at reproducing. No, you know, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay. So what they're, what they're charging her with is allegedly performing an abortion 20 weeks after fertilization and performing an abortion without a licensed doctor. Both of them are felonies. Uh, Celeste, the uh, mother, uh-huh. is being charged with a felony of removing, concealing, and abandoning a dead human body. What they don't say is they also burnt it. Good God. Yeah. They took it out in the backyard, burnt it, and buried it. Did they put it on the grill? <laughs> you know, there was, a, there was a certain sect at one time uh, of... Uh, vegetarians actually that would eat the afterbirth. They would cook and eat the afterbirth. It's weird, weird stuff. Well, that's all great. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, apparently they're all up these these uh, abortion loving people are all up in arms that Facebook turned over the chat for that. Now I'm up in arms of Facebook turning over the chat. Because I think that should be a private matter. Yeah. Outside of what they did. Um, number one, how did they know that there was messenger chat messages between the mom and the daughter right. about this stuff? Good point. Who knew this and alerted the police who would have then had to get a subpoena to get this chat information. It's because the algo is always watching. That's right. So um, nothing is ever, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Nothing is private mm. on online. Nothing is ever, ever, ever deleted. It's forever, folks. It Remember is that there. dick pic you took? If, it's <laughs> there. If you delete something, all you've done is gotten rid of your access to see it. Yeah. It's still there right where it was. Huh. You just can't see it anymore. Huh. So, well, so are text uh, messages. People don't yeah, realize text that. Messages, text messages yes. are forever, man. Yes. You put that in a text message and that's why I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's why it was the idiots that used to write the scathing emails. Yeah. It's like, dude, don't do that. And we're, you know, we're yeah, exactly. And we're back to, you know, what you were talking about earlier with the surveillance state in mm-hmm. the, uh, the fourth amendment. Well, think about this. We talked about this on the last episode or the episode before Amazon will hand over, uh, Alexa recordings. And now and, they, and now other, they can do it with the Roomba. Yeah. And the Roomba <laughs> and they, they will hand this stuff over to police if the police just fill out a form, they don't even have to get a subpoena. Yeah. 
Because once you once you type it, no matter what TikTok said about you own your data, um, once you type it, take a picture of it, make a video of it, whatever. Once that data is online on somebody else's server, it's mm-hmm. not yours anymore. Yeah. I don't care if you mark it private. I don't care what you do. If you say delete it, it's not yours. But they used to say possession is nine tenths of the law. That's it. And they possess it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, outside of, of the really horrible thing that uh, these two did, uh, the girl, she took the plan B pill, which caused her to stillborn the baby. Mm-hmm. And then, they, I mean, outside of the horrific things that these people did, the fact that Facebook gave the messages over is just beyond reprehensible to me well you have to be a little smarter when dealing with social media you just you just have to be you well, have to be smarter. apparently these two just weren't obviously there's there's a lot in there and why would you do it on facebook messenger anyway there's a lot in there that, that proves that these weren't the brightest bulb why don't you tree. pick up the phone and talk mm. or face to face face to face probably outside of any google home or alexa appliances careful Oh, yeah. Alexa. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I, don't know if you, I don't know if you guys can hear this. Uh, those of you that are listening, but I do hear it in my headphones when his little uh, Echo Dot uh, bleeps when I say that yeah, name. Thanks for that every time. I love, I love it. it every time you do that. I know that's, you do. That's the greatest. I know. That's why I do it, man. All right. Let's talk about Elon. We hadn't heard about Elon. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Elon. Uh, and this is just about SpaceX. All right. Another successful SpaceX launch and landing deploys 53 more Starlink satellites. Why am I saying this? Because it's interesting to me because I have Starlink. It's bigly. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the event marked the 37th launch of the year for SpaceX and was the ninth launch overall for this specific Falcon 9 first stage rocket that was used. The launch's second stage carried 53 of SpaceX's flat panel satellites into orbit. Their successful deployment brings a total number of Starlink satellites deployed to 3,108. That's more than a couple. That's a lot. But that's, the, that's still just a drop in the bucket of what they want to do. Yeah, but the, the, the part that I've kind of... You know, we're running around talking about all this other crap like uh, and and I want to say people still say abortion has been made illegal. It has not been made illegal. It has been turned back over to the states. We're focusing on this. We're focusing on the FBI. We're focusing on pronouns. We're focusing on a war that has absolutely nothing to do with us. How about how about hold, hold on the constitutional right to abortion? Yeah, that's ridiculous. They got rid of the constitutional right to abortion. It was There's never, never the been a constitutional right to abortion. Anyway, so all this is going on mm-hmm. and 37 launches this year into space. Yes. Nobody's, what is going on yeah. with people? They are being directed by, they are hurting animals. Yeah. People have become, really have become herding animals. 
Uh, they're being directed by the media, which is being directed by various factions, whether it be the DNC, the WEF, the mm-hmm. whomever. Um, hell, the Illuminati. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Elon's making NASA look like a bitch. Because NASA is a bitch. Because they just keep firing rocket after rocket. Mm-hmm. And then you... And he figured out something that nobody's ever been fi- has ever figured out that we can land them too. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, he fires rocket after rocket. No, he fires the same rocket over and over. Yeah, keeps using it. <laughs> keeps using the same one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like we live in a incredible world, and we're worried about all this patty cake fighting about genders and and Mm. offending people and we're not paying attention to the bigger picture that there are people out there really pushing the needle for humanity yeah and we don't look why is it that good stuff never gets reported anymore it doesn't sell the the thing that the algos have figured out and it's been proven over and over again Mm -hmm. outrage gets eyes yeah and the the news media and the media in general, that's what that's what they're doing. So, um, you know, it's well, speaking of which, I did see uh, uh, Maverick this weekend. Maverick. Oh, the Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say there there. I couldn't pick out any virtue signaling in that. OK. So I don't think it's really a Hollywood movie, but anyway, <laughs> I, I, was, I was told it wasn't worth watching. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I, liked right. it. I thought it was, I'll good. check it out. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, you know, we're worried about all this other crap that, that is distracting us. And we've talked about distractions before. It's always mm-hmm. distracting you of what they're really doing. They try yes. to get you emotional about stuff and look, that's the worst thing you can do is get emotional. Mm-hmm. If yes. you're, if you're emotional, you're not thinking logically. Yes. So, you know, how I feel about things has no effect on the outside world. Zero. No. And nobody really but, cares. What but I, I can post anyway. about it and, and make a hashtag. Yeah. Because I'm better than everybody else because I posted about it. Yeah. And I, I, made, and I made a hashtag. I changed my screen to black. Ooh. <laughs> I am. I care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all this ridiculous shit that people do yep. and, and they, they're taking their eyes off what they're really doing to us. And they're taking our Liberty away mm-hmm. inch by inch, moment by moment. And if you take a moment, uh, not telling anybody what to do, I'm just saying, if you take a moment to take a look around at the wonderful world that you live in mm-hmm. and how fortunate you are to be living in this great country. Oof, yes. That, that so many people would love to be. So many people would love to move here. Well, and people, they're all, they are. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just not legally. <laughs> and being bussed around. Uh, but I digress. Yes. Um, yeah. When, and, and, you know, many people have, have come to me about this podcast and they say, how can you watch so much news and tech stuff and not get better? It's like, uh, I look at the good things. I look at the good mm-hmm. things in the world and, and, and I love things instead of hate things. Yes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a change of perspective is, and I'm much more effective in everything by my attitude. 
Absolutely. So if I've got this uh, doom and gloom attitude, and I know it sounds like that sometimes, but I'm really not. I'm <laughs> a really happy person. You? But, uh, you know, it, it, and on the podcast, it may seem, seem like doom and gloom. But hey, you're, kind of a, you're kind of a grumpy bastard. <laughs> but we're, we're generally happy people, and I don't let the news media affect me. Uh, I really look at what can I do about it, mm-hmm. and this is pretty much it, Yeah. and vote. Yeah. Those are the two For things now. I can do. Uh, and the rest of it, man, I'll leave it alone. And I'm happy, joyous, and free most days. Yeah. So anyway, I know that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I just I just think it's amazing that that we have this news that we're launching rockets left and right, providing internet to the world to be better informed to people who previously it was unavailable to. Yes. And gives people the freedom to live wherever they want. Yes. Because a big thing for us tech guys is we have to move to a place that has broadband so we can perform our jobs. Mm -hmm. And now we can perform that job from anywhere on the planet. Pretty damn cool. I think that's awesome. But that's all I got on that. And that's all I got, period. So you got, well, I got, uh, well, I got a little more on Apple. Uh, Telegram, Mm -hmm. which is not Apple. Uh, actually, it's created by Israeli intelligence. Mm-hmm. But uh, Telegram had a latest had an update, and Apple said, uh, "No, we're gonna hold that up." Really? Yeah. And Telegram's like, well, "Was why? he using the vulnerability that they just had?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, Telegram got back to Apple and said, oh, "Why are you holding this up? Why can't we give this update to our users?" Mm-hmm. Apple took their time and came back and said, because you made your own emojis. What? Yeah. Uh, they made some uh, gift type emoji emojis, you know, the ones that animated. Yeah. And Apple didn't like it because it's better than theirs. Uh, Literally. So it's, Literally, it's, it's because it was better than Apple's. So it's Apple jealousy. wouldn't allow it on their platform. Uh, Good God, people. Uh, we did it better than you. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that you did it better than we did? You can't do that, me. I'm gonna take my ball and go home. Isn't that what they claim that they do? They don't invent anything. They just make whatever's out there better. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's what they say. All right. Because I mean, essentially, Apple's a hardware company. Yeah. You know, if you boil it down, they're a hardware company. All their software is created by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and it always has been. It has always been that way. Bill Gates um, and, well, Microsoft, I should say, mm-hmm. created uh, the old Apple II operating system. You know, the old Windows operating system, that wasn't Apple that created it. Huh. They were they had their hand in it, but no, Apple's always just been a hardware company. And mostly, Apple's a marketing company. Yeah. That's their biggest thing, is they're a marketing company. Um. And it's because of their marketing that, you know, they're so big today. Otherwise, back in about 99, 2000, 2001. Scully years. They, they, were, uh, they were next to uh, filing for bankruptcy. Yeah. It was when jobs came back, um, they were on the verge of filing for bankruptcy until he and some of his team of engineers came up with the iPod. If they, if they had not come up with the iPod, Apple would not exist today. 
Well, you got a pretty good check for uh, them buying the next computer system. Well, yeah. And the op the Unix operating system that mm-hmm. next used became OS ten. Right. Just saying. Oh yeah. So yeah, I thought uh, I like dog and apple just because it's easy and I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never liked companies that were completely one hundred percent proprietary. Yeah. I'll admit that some people need guardrails. Yes. I'll admit that. Yes. I don't. Yeah, you do. I've seen. I've you seen will your, obey. I've seen your broken motorcycles. You need, <laughs> you need uh, guardrails from time to time. Um, Look, I'm just fixing multiple ones at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. We'll go with that. Waiting on parts, man. <laughs> Supply oh. chain issues, bro. Oh, good God. Um, I think everybody's pretty much heard this, but Facebook reported a drop in revenue for the first time. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the first ever yearly decline in revenue for the second quarter, announcing a 1%, which doesn't sound like much, but, uh, 1% of 28.8 billion mm-hmm. is a big chunk of change. It is. Now they've predicted growth for the third quarter, but they always predict growth. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Well, boomers and Gen Xers are the only people on Facebook anymore. They're not getting Pretty anybody much. new. No, they're not getting kids anymore at all. No, no and they're that's, all and on that's, TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> kid. I mean, kids are what have what fuels everything, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that disposable income, but uh, the the uh, Facebook thing is going. And we'll see what Meta does with the VR stuff, but mm-hmm. there's not, that's not hitting very hard. No. I mean, that's, I keep, I, I, you know, I, I put on my Oculus and I'm like, what, should I check out that Horizon Worlds thing or I may not? do it just for this show. I think I might just, just so I can talk about it. Um, I have not yet. Uh-huh. I haven't even looked it up. Right. To see anything about it. Cause I really don't. I've, you know, I, I've ventured into some uh, rooms mm-hmm. of of games and different things. There's one poker something. I was going to play poker. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And poker? No, not in the metaverse because you get sexual harassment yeah. charges. Um, I saw where I was going there. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty quick on the uptake with that stuff anyway. Anyway, um. And it's, you know, kids and just, it's not any fun at all, cool. at all. So not missing, but anything. I am going to, I am going to check out the horizon worlds and see what that's, what that's like. All right. You're going to buy any uh, NFTs while you're there? <laughs> well, one or I'm two. already laughing because we know, know each other so know. well. Yeah. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's, it, no, it's not happening. Yeah. Um, You got any more tech news? Nope, I'm done. Well, Lucid, a car maker that makes uh, electric vehicles, their new performance brand car uh, has three motors and does zero to 60 in under two seconds, zero to 100 in under four seconds, and the standing quarter mile, mile in less than nine. How long does it take to put it out when it catches on fire? That's what I'm wondering. 
Um, but you know, we're not really going to find out too much because it's $250,000 and people wonder why the average Joe isn't buying electric vehicles. You know, if you're going to spend Joe's buying electric vehicles, but not the average Joe, not the average Joe. No, no. Well, no, Biden's not buying them. No, he's, he's riding in the beast. Yeah. He's in the back of the beast where he can maybe choke out a security guard. Yeah. (laughs) Good God. Um, yeah. And the it, Secret Service said that, that ne- Trump never tried to choke yes, anybody. Absolutely. So anyway. Yeah. They did say that. Um, they made that very clear the day after that came out. Yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah. But, uh, you know, who's people are wondering why average people aren't buying these electric vehicles and the price is just through the roof. Through the roof. Even for. I know uh, my mom lives in Florida and some of her friends, the husband, but the wife, electric vehicle. And it is this little itty bitty thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still, I th- he still paid like 20 grand for it. Yes. And, you know, which isn't expensive in today's market for cars, 20 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't that long ago that 20 grand was a nice car, but it's small. It doesn't carry much. You know, it does zero to 60 in like three days. But, you know, <laughs> you know anyway. well, here, here's my major problem with this whole mm-hmm. thing is that I'm only going to get 250 miles out of the damn thing. And I drive a lot more than that. Yeah. And it's going to take me 45 minutes to refuel as mm-hmm. to where even with a 60 gallon gas tank that, mm-hmm. that my hybrid that uses diesel and oxygen mm-hmm. run on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you're takes, environmentally conscious. Takes me 10 minutes to refuel. Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. And you can go a whole lot more than 250 miles. I can go 1,080 miles on a full tank. Nice. Yeah. It's a lot of air. No stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Got to hold that bladder. I don't have a baby bladder. <laughs> no, no. Well, you are of an age. Uh, uh, no, uh, you're you're of an age. You're getting there. Okay. Well, if you're not there yet, you're you're getting. I there. will be. You yeah. will be. Okay. Um, that's all I got. All right. Well, if you want to get a hold of me, it's uh Scott at techtools.net. That's Scott at T K T O O L Z dot net. And Dean, where can you be? I found am at? Dean at. Guess what? techtools.net t-e-k-t-o-o-l-z.net or you can go to our website techtools.net and you can uh check out what we got there uh read a little bit about us and uh if you feel so inclined and you feel you've gotten any value whatsoever out of any of our podcasts throw a, a dollar and a figure on that and hit our donate and uh send us a little cheddar Yes, we work on the value uh, value for value system that actually was implemented by Adam Curry. Yes, and John C. Dvorak. Yes. They're going to write a book about it. Yes. So they've said for 10 years. I can't wait. We'll, yeah. we'll probably know all about it before then. But anyway, <laughs> we'll see you next week.